It's time for the September 16, 2016 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an askew view of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And that's Mahler the Deplorable Dog. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mahler. He is. He I is. concur. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's right, Mahler. Today, today, Mahler, we'll be talking about Swiss bank accounts. Yeah. Pterodactyl drones, idiots, Hinkley, and more. Okay. Uh, but first, a new study revealed that 90% of us, okay. yeah, people, mm-hmm. humankind, mm-hmm. inhabitants of planet Earth that walk erect and try to think, 90% of us can be classified into four basic personality types. Okay. Optimistic. Mm-hmm. Pessimistic, mm-hmm. trusting, and envious. Wow. I don't know where envious came from. You're expecting, you know, uh, I get that. What's the opposite of trusting? I guess envious. I don't yeah, know. Not yeah. really. Just trusting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway, envious is the most common. Yeah. There's 30% of the planet is envious. And no wonder. Because <laughs> of. Because of, of people like you. Yeah, yeah oh. exactly. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, there aren't more people. There uh, 20% for each of the other groups. Okay. Optimistic, pessimistic, trusting. That leaves 10%. And that's kind of the catch-all where they throw everybody else okay. in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It's the 10% is unidentified. unidentified. And I'm wondering what happened to realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, optimistic, pessimistic, trusting, envious. What about just realistic? How what about, about that? How about a flat read here? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. How about let me take in the data and do an analysis? Yeah. Yeah, Mahler. That's yeah, right. That's right. You're a good boy. To their surprise, researchers, researchers? Yeah. Researchers found that giraffes. Yes. You know giraffes. I do know giraffes. Yeah, I, I don't got know any, but I know neck. of them. Yes. You know about giraffes. I know of them. They're actually four separate species. Ooh. Yeah. And they don't even mate with each other. These four, you know, like if you got, well, there's four giraffes, a southern giraffe, a Maasai giraffe, a reticulated giraffe, and a northern giraffe, and having a giraffe, of course, but that's a whole other thing. (laughs) But those four different groups don't mate because they're different species. Wow. Go figure. Now, do they all, are they all distinguished by the exceedingly long neck and the, and the, and being very tall? Yeah, they all look like giraffes. They all look like giraffes. Yeah, but we just all figured their their types Mm. made them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, but they figured out good. kind of a species they, different yeah. because they don't want to be with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I'm used to seeing kind of the I'll say polka dotted giraffe. You know what I mean? That has that sort. Of, well, they're giraffe. kind of speckled or whatever it is. Yeah. That's the one I know. Well, there's a reticulated that's, giraffe. That's, that's probably what you're favorite. thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's my favorite. In Brazil, former Speaker Eduardo Coya, oh, yes. who led the impeachment of former President Dilma Rousseff, is facing possible arrest on charges of perjury and corruption. They're going to arrest him. This is the guy, is the that, guy that, that headed yeah. the coup, essentially. Yeah, yeah. This is after he was expelled from the lower house. Coya's charges stem from his secret Swiss bank accounts. Oh, my God. Which he's lied about. You know, I don't got any. Oh, wait, Swiss. maybe I do. I got, well, I got a little bit. Of, oh, I got a lot in there. Anyway, <laughs> his expulsion strips him of congressional immunity, which means he's screwed. He, he could be impeached. Yeah. Well, not, he's, he's out of there. You know, he's not out. He, he, he's, he, he's lost his immunity so they can go after him now and, and rip him apart and get him out of there. Yeah. 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 I wonder if this whole thing hasn't been engineered by some other political force. Because the perception has been that that guy's political Like party. Monsanto? 
like Monsanto. God yeah. knows, yes, yeah. anymore. I mean, who knows? I'm just wondering, just because it's always been there's been a perception that that guy's party was trying to get Rousseff off yeah. because they wanted to impose their own version of corruption onto the country. But I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, that's a very interesting turn. I didn't know about that. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu got me agitated. Oh. Yeah, last week he called Palestinian opposition to Israeli-only settlements in the Israeli-occupied territories a version of ethnic cleansing. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, this is what he said. The Palestinian leadership actually demands a Palestinian state with one precondition, no Jews. There's a phrase for that. It's called ethnic cleansing. Oh well, God. not really. Yeah. Yeah, Palestinian leaders have said that Jews, or any religion... Uh, can be a part of the future Palestinian state when they start one. They've literally said that, but they have opposed the Israeli-only enclaves that are in the West Bank right now. Yeah. So they have these, like, gated communities they in do. the middle of the West Bank. That's right. And, yeah, that's what they oppose. There's a, there's a distinction that must be made in this discussion. Yeah. And that is uh -huh. Palestinians and Israelis. Israelis aren't all Jews. All, and the, and the government the government policy of Israel is different than any sort of rabbinical law that we're to, or or hef, ethnic heritage. Yeah. So let's make that distinction. But Netanyahu is talking about an Israeli government ideal. Yeah. Not not and so that I just think it not yeah, about Jews and Israel the Palestinians. Yeah. They want. Whoa. Oof. Speaking of Jews and Palestinians. Yeah. Yeah. It must be time for Weekly Signals news from bombing countries. Yeah. Were you done with that? I didn't. No, that's Mahler okay. just set off a bomb. I, I don't know did. what's well, going on there. He yeah. set off a whole bunch of bombs. In the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Have you, ha -ha. Been, yeah, have you been outside? I mean, really. The United States and Israel, speaking of that, yeah. uh, agreed to a, a, a new military aid package of 38 billion dollars over yeah. 10 years it's yeah. the largest military funding package we've ever offered any nation ever mm -hmm. the u.s already gives israel more than three billion now we're gonna hack, hike that up to 3.8 billion right. a year mm -hmm. <sighs> by the way the israeli economy is very vibrant very does very well it's not as if this is a struggling economy or a stu struggling um <laughs> you know military industrial complex uh -uh. in fact and we'll get into this later on i believe when we talk about secret stuff but the israelis have become increasingly more and more tied to the to the russians and a lot of the things that are going on in in israel right now are directly related to the influence of russian mobsters on the israeli yeah government this is a very interesting and a lot of the stuff that the russians have gotten a hold of have they have purchased from the israelis which we work with them on all that secret stuff, all yeah. that in counterintelligence stuff, all the different technologies. And the Israelis are turning around and selling it to the Russians. And I don't hear a peep out of anyone about this. I'm peeping. You are. Yeah. Thank you. You you doing it, Molly? Peeping? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's peeping. Ceasefire. Mm -hmm. uh, Russia's defense ministry said the United States was not fulfilling its obligations under the Syrian ceasefire. Moscow and Russia pointed fingers at each other, saying, well, you didn't. Well, you didn't follow the ceasefire. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it looks like there's a peace going on it's there of some hold, sort. It's sort yeah. of holding as, as under the circumstances as well as you could have hoped. I the Russian ministry said that U.S.-led moderate 
Opposition forces had increased the number of attacks on residential neighborhoods. The ceasefire calls for Syria's government to stop bombing cities, which they pretty much have. They've kept up their end and allow for humanitarian aid to be delivered. But according to the UN, the uh, Syrian government has not issued permits for a lot of the convoys going into the hardest hit areas. So we don't know what's up with that. So some of the humanitarian aid, presumably to the places that need it the most, isn't being able to arrive. Under the ceasefire, Russia will cease bombing all targets except for ISIS, and the U.S. will force the rebel groups to arm it arms, U.S. force the rebel group that the U.S. arms, to break allegiance with a group that has pledged support for al-Qaeda. The U.S. and Russia are allowed to hold hands and bomb together, though. If they want to, they can say, well, let's both bomb this group over here. That's right. So, they do, and the, and the Russians and the U.S. have very different goals in mind. The Russians want to keep Assad in power, and the Americans do not. Yep. And uh, John Kerry, our Secretary of State, wants to share information with Russia, but the Pentagon doesn't. He yes. wants to share information about ISIS. The Pentagon says, uh-uh. Yeah. That's because John Kerry's face has gotten too big. He's got a big face. He's got a huge face, yeah. and it keeps getting bigger. Yeah. And I think the Russian, he, and he so he likes Russians now. Russians have big faces? Lots of them do. So, so <laughs> I'm just saying. I understand, Mike. It's a completely logical this is a concern theory. Of my, I have a big face. No, but I'm you not, have a... I have a huge face. You have a huge I have a, face. Well, what it is, I have a big head. Yes. You don't notice the size of it, my face. But it's proportional. Because, your face is proportional to your head. Yeah, but not to the rest of my Look body. Look at John Kerry. Looks, I, my, my head is as big as my chest. Wow. Yeah. And that's an impressive chest. And I'm not Russian. No. <laughs> at least that I know of. Meanwhile, U.N. Human Rights Commissioner Zaid Rad al-Hussein slammed Syrian President Bashar al-Assad for a whole bunch of human rights abuses. Yeah. He said, you've been abusing human rights over there. Several previous ceasefires in Syria have collapsed anyway. Yeah. So this is going to be an interesting time over in, in Syria. As far as I know, they might be blowing each other up right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mahler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you don't like it. In Uruguay, in Uruguay, a former Guatemala, uh, Guantanamo prisoner, start again, a former Guantanamo prisoner in Uruguay emerged from a coma during a hunger strike. He was having the hunger strike because he wants to be reunited with his family in Turkey. He was held at Guantanamo for 12 years without charge. This is Abu Wail Diab. He was released from Guantanamo two years ago, but was forbidden to return home to Syria. Instead, he was resettled. I don't know what that means. They use the word resettled. He's not in prison now, but he's resettled in Uruguay. And when he tried to go home to Turkey earlier this year, they apprehended him in Venezuela and took him back to Uruguay again. So he's resettled. He's exiled. Yeah. Now Diab is on a hunger strike, demanding he be allowed to reunite with his family. While in Guantanamo, Diab also launched a hunger strike. He was one of those guys they force-fed. Right. And they have video of him being force-fed, and Obama doesn't want to release the video. It's a tough call. It is. Someone's in a hunger strike. You want to feed them. You can't say, you know, well, let's just let them die. Right. At the same time, it looks kind of uh, brutal when you are force-feeding someone who doesn't want to eat. I got an idea. How about if you address the concerns of the people who have been detained for 12 years without charge— that may be one of the reasons why they're not to- Get eating. out of yeah, here. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. That's just crazy, C- crazy talk. talk. I know. German pharmaceutical firm Bayer. Oh, 
-hmm. confirmed its record-breaking $66 billion takeover of Monsanto and its genetically modified booty. (laughs) They got lots of genetic GM booty over there at uh, Monsanto. This deal would create the, the world's biggest seeds and pesticides company, Heroin was trademarked and marketed by Bayer as a cough suppressant and non-addictive, non-addictive non-addictive. substitute for morphine uh, in the, at the turn of the, you know, the century there back in the 18 to 1900s. Heroin was a Bayer trademark until after World War One. Really? Yeah. They, they owned, uh, yeah, if you wanted to. You wanted heroin. Yeah. You, call, you called Bayer. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Bayer currently sells pharmaceuticals, agricultural chemicals, Alka-Seltzer, and aspirin. Yeah. Just to get you to know about that. And Monsanto's contributions to the world include saccharin, PCBs, nuclear weapons, DDT, dioxin agent orange, uh, Roundup, aspartame, bovine growth hormone, and, of course, uh, genetically modified crops. And th- this is this sir easily qualifies in the in the running for the most evil story of the week, this one right here. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Bayer, Bayer, by the way, is... Serious ties to Nazi Germany as yeah, well. So. Yeah. Well, it's German. Anybody well, who yeah. stayed in Germany at that point in time, <laughs> that's true. You know, that's you, true. You, got, you yeah. had to. You had ties. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. The United States. That's not to dismiss it. It's just to I say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. Volkswagen. You, listen. Yeah. You, you own a Volkswagen, right? I've had three or four See? Volkswagens. Yeah. So and I've what got, you have I've ties, ties to, to Nazi, Nazi Germany. Germany. Apparently, I do. Yes. Yeah. Right. What about you, Molly? Really? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> he has a Mitsubishi. Yeah. <laughs> Ava, huh? Oh. oh. The United States is scheduled to end economic sanctions against Burma after 20 years. That doesn't mean 20 years from now they're going to end it. This is a poorly... Who, who wrote this crap? I have crap? no anyway. idea. Say it again. Okay. The United States is scheduled yeah. to that. end economic sanctions against Burma. They've mm-hmm. had economic mm-hmm. sanctions for 20 years. Right. The lifting of the sanctions comes as Burma has transitioned to civilian rule. For 50 years, they've been under military rule. Right. And Obama and the Burmese have been trying to, at least uh, human rights activists in Burma have been getting together with Obama, uh, and they're trying to pressure the government to move into Aung a... Aung San Suu Yeah. Aung San she's the one who is... She's not president. She's not prime minister, but yeah. she's she's a she's, she's a powerful. She's an elected official. Yeah. So she's the one we want to work with. The problem with the Burmese Miramar uh, government structure is that the military automatically gets twenty five percent of the legislature. There are it's built into the constitution that you can elect the other three quarters of your of yeah. your legislators. But we get one quarter of them, and the U.S. is having a problem with an automatic 25% military yeah. leadership. What's up with that? That's a really stupid and horribly anti-democratic thing. Yeah. Former British Prime Minister David Cameron stepped out of, con- out of Parliament. He said he didn't want to do that anymore. Well, after, wow. And no wonder. Uh, he was the guy well, that said, well, let's have a vote. On uh, on uh, getting out of the European Union, you know. Let's, let's put this, this whole thing to rest. Yeah, let's and, boy, yeah. have a vote. And he screwed he, that thing up. Boy, did he get his ass handed him. On uh, he said he he didn't want to be a distraction to the new prime minister. That's why he got out of too late out of uh, yeah. Parliament. Yeah, her name is Theresa May. Yeah, she's awful, by the way. Really? Yeah, she's bad. She's like a new kind of Thatcher. 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 Oh, I Thatcher-esque. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Now you're listening 
to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at Facebook.com, KUCI 88.9, or on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. or on Twitter at KUCIFM. <laughs> Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University, KUCI 88.9 FM. <sighs> That's a and, lot. Yeah. That's a lot of information. I know. That really yeah, you can find us anywhere, yeah, really. really. If you just look hard enough, just you'll find us. Oh, it's time for Drones in the News. Nope. Yes, Mahler. <laughs> He's just all hopped up about Drones in the News. He's got, I've been telling him about this first story. The Pentagon wants to stop drone stre- uh, threats with a new system called Aerial Dragnet. Yeah, Aerial Dragnet, Mahler. That's right, boy. Yeah, Aerial Dragnet that would track low-flying fly, low drones. So they're gonna, the Pentagon's gonna just all over the country. How are they? Okay. Gonna be gonna try and track these slow, low flying drones. Who knows? You know whose drone? They might be my drone. Exactly. Yeah, they might be. It's, they might be my pizza order I was coming say, in it's here. It's your pizza order. It's your Chipotle order. It's your Colonel Sanders order. Yeah. It is. What are you thinking? How can you possibly? Oh. As drones become less expensive, easier to fly, and more adaptable for terrorist or military purposes, U.S. forces will increasingly be challenged by the need to quickly detect and identify such craft. This is what the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency said. Let's call them DARPA. That's DARPA. Yeah, especially in urban areas where sight lines, or sight lines, excuse me, sight lines are limited and many objects may be moving at similar speeds. This is, an, this is to me, another example of the needle in the haystack. We yeah. have, we're now we're, we, now we're going to have another haystack. Yeah. We have way too many haystacks. Too many right? haystacks. Way too many haystacks, and they don't have nearly the resources, the manpower, the technology to track what actually matters. That's how you can have a 9-11 when you were tracking these guys and nobody paid attention yeah. to that. That's DARPA is soliciting uh, proposals for the project. So, uh, you know, that's where Mahler comes in because he knows a lot. Yeah. He knows a lot about drones, he don't does. you, Mahler? He's huh? A, he's don't really, you? Yeah. Huh? yeah. And what do you got? Yeah. Yeah. And then you're. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. All right. Russia's Ministry of Defense said it began a live public webcast from cameras on a drone over Aleppo. You know, where uh, the libertarian state of Aleppo. They're you know, having yes, yeah. a, li- a libertarian paradise, yeah. letting the private sector decide who gets killed yeah. in Aleppo. Yes. Nah, they're yeah. flying over Aleppo with a drone, and you can go to YouTube and watch it in the ceasefire Is there that in right? Syria. Okay, yeah. all right. Wow. I did. I did. Did it's, you watch it? It is kind of a. It's a. It's a very. Uh, uh, you know, down well, no, it's not. It's not a, a, a like a GoPro camera. Okay. It's a very rudimentary. Uh, gray scale yeah. uh, picture of the city. Okay. It reminds me of that first. Remember the 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 the, uh, the video that Pong? Think, huh? Pong? No. Well, that too. But the first ones that were uh, uh, taken in Iraq. The videos. Oh, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. I know what exactly. This what you're is saying. a real yeah. grayscale going right, on right, there. Okay. In a follow-up story. <laughs> Sorry. In late August, Saudi Arabia became the world's newest drone power. We talked about this when it signed a contract with Chinese firm Chengdu for an unspecified number of pterodactyl drones. Those, okay, I assume those that's what they call them. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they don't look like pterodactyls. It'd be not. cool if they did, though. I think they, yeah, yeah well. The 30-foot-long propeller-driven pterodactyl, which 
Chengdu, modeled on America's iconic Predator and Reaper drones, isn't sophisticated at all. Its sensors are weak, and that can mean that uh, it can just kill people oh, randomly. I was just going to say, yeah. by the way, yeah. Yeah, it can go out hunting for, for militants in Orange County and, and, like, shoot up the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, my God. For example, Iraq acquired a rudimentary CH-4 killer drone from China in 2015 on its very first mission against ISIS terrorists. The drone's operators accidentally targeted pro-government forces, killing nine of them and wounding 14. Did <sighs> you had a secret stuff story you were talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm moving on to uh to uh um, domestic stuff when i when i talked about israel and palestine you said well later on you're gonna get well to- i kind of got into it and that is that this un- unreported story is there's a tremendous amount of technology that is in that we're working on in conjunction with Israel. oh that yeah yeah that is ending up being sold to the highest bidder including russia including yeah. a lot of countries that we are certainly not happy to see it go to well, yeah, and it's the, a big story. It is, it is Israel. And I'll go back to this Stuxnet virus that we worked on with them that attacked the Iranian um, uh, centrifuges to, yeah. in order to destroy their capacity to create uranium. And that was an Israeli joint Israeli-U.S. project that the Israelis went rogue on and released without telling the U.S. what they were doing and created an incredible nightmare scenario for now for the United States. Yeah. And um, I think it's really a mistake to off, always assume that Israel has our best interest at oh, heart. No. Th- they have their best interest at heart. And it, it is only kind of coincidental and convenient a lot of times when the Israelis and the U.S. work together on something. Yeah. So I just something we I don't think we really have incorporated into our political discussion in a way that it should be. Yep. That's it. <laughs> He's having fun there. That can only mean one thing. I know what it means. It's time for... my favorite thing. Yes. News from the clown car. Mm. (laughs) 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 Oh, mother. I don't know who's happier, him or me. I I really, it's it's a, it's a jump ball on that one. Grandma Nixon suggested half of the yam supporters are bigoted. What she called the basket of deplorables, the racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it, pot of perverts, cup of cretins, <laughs> sack of shiteheads. After the Yam campaign took exception to uh, being called out on what they really are, yeah. Grandma Nixon realized that calling a huge voter demographic deplorable might cost her some votes. So she said she regretted that she called uh, half of the AM supporters bigots. Well, she, regrets- she said it was more like 75%. No, exactly. <laughs> she said, well, I, did she finally put like, oh, it's like a third. She had a no. number. But well, it, I think she yeah. said it wasn't half. And what she said is, what, but what's deplorable is yes, that she, yeah, yeah, yeah. is Donald Trump. And by much. the way, as much as it sort of was, and that comment was uh, belittled when she said it, and I wish, I kind of wish she hadn't said it, at the same time, Let's start drawing these distinctions. Yeah, yeah. Hillary, let's, we have to do that. Why don't you just get very specific yes, about it? Exactly. There, there are a number of bigots of support Donald Trump, including David Duke. Yes. Are yeah. you going to own that, Donald? You never, you never repudiated that. I know. Yeah. Well, at first, he, even though it's on the record, there's audio of him talking about David Duke many years ago. He, the first time this came up, he acted like he didn't know who David Duke yeah. was. 
And I don't, you yeah. unless you haven't been alive for the last 25 years, how would you not know who David Duke was? That's impossible. Well, you could be for I mean, the whole could, 25 years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah, if, you, yeah. if, you, if you, Donald Trump knows who well, Donald Trump is. Well, people don't know who David Duke is. No, I can understand people yeah. who are younger. But, it, but if you're, if you're a, in a, a political frame of mind, you know who David Duke is. Yes. Yeah. And it's ridiculous yeah. to pretend, and, and even his spokespeople, all these idiots that are involved with this campaign now, just hem and haw like David Duke, I've, I know I should know that name. <laughs> You know, kind of stuff, and I just like. Oh, what about that UCI professor here, that Navarro guy? We had him on many years ago. He wrote the book on China. He's yeah. in the Trump campaign. Oh, is he? Yeah. I wonder what he'd say about it. Like David Duke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what? What? Yeah. Is that I'm a, a professor? Is, is that Duh. a soft drink? I don't know. Grandma Nixon canceled plans to visit California after being diagnosed with walking pneumonia and dehydration. Mm -hmm. She stumbled at a 9/11 ceremony, was taken to a hospital, and after release, was heckled by Martin Shkreli. The former asshat CEO of Turing Pharmaceuticals, who last year raised the price of the antidepressant drug, antiparasitic drug, yeah. Daraprim, by 5,500%. Why are you so sick? And go Trump! Yeah, this Shkreli is yeah, said. yeah, this yeah. is yeah, this is the guy. This was the AIDS drug that he raised yeah. five thousand yeah. percent. For the record, that's right. You have walking pneumonia, don't you? I have. See, Mike has walking pneumonia right now. I do. He's never told any of the listeners in here. And I don't want them to. Is that transparency? Uh, That's no, just kind of like, no. you know, you, you soldier on, yeah, for God's for sake. God's sake. Well, this has been the new meme is that just anything they can think of to undermine well, the credibility of, of Hillary Clinton. Anything to sell soap, anything, you know, any, sell anything soap. just to sell products and doesn't take any brain work. And the, the, all, if they can see that Hillary fell, they turn that into a story. Right. Meanwhile, Donald Trump denies Global warming even exists. He right. calls it a hoax. Right. Who's covering that? Yeah, I know. I, I it's. I do think some of this. First of all, you cannot underestimate the power of Fox News, and, and I say that only because it's twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, and it's nothing but Trump. Turn on that. I defy you to turn on. Well, CNN Fox gets News. that way too. Yeah, a lot of those places. Yeah, but of, but he's on there. He doesn't go on CNN every, yeah. oh, you're every right. you're 45 right. minutes. But but they like to look at this guy. They like to bring up his name. And, no, and, I, but the other part And of we're it doing is, it, too. Yeah, but the general media likes it because it's click. he's clickable. Yeah. It, it brings eyeballs. People are interested in this car wreck that is Donald Trump, and they watch it. And I think there's some insidious, uh, systematic reason why this is happening, is they want people, as, what's his name, Moonbase from uh, CBS or Viacom said, Trump may not be good for the country, but oh, he's yeah, good yeah. for CBS. Isn't, isn't that isn't that the, the that's deplorable? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying. So the Yam and Grandma Nixon <laughs> released more information on their medical history. Yes, Grandma Nixon brought a letter from her doctor saying she continues to remain healthy and fit to serve as president of the United States. The Yam, in contrast, taped an interview with the television quack Doctor Oz. <laughs> A study published in a British medical journal on the effectiveness of Dr. Oz's medical advice found that 51% of his recommendations had no scientific basis. 15% were directly against scientific evidence. I know, and he, and he, and he uh, Trump bragged you know, about how this was going to be, oh, I'm going to disclose everything, it's going to be fantastic. And he didn't say anything. They didn't. They did. They, they... Trump is the white trash candidate. He is. That's what he. I wish Hillary would have just said that. Yeah. That would have been really upfront. Yeah. That's yeah. True. It's Any true. white trash out there listening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're stupid. 
Jeez. Uh, New York sure. Attorney General Eric Schneiderman launched an investigation into the Yams Foundation. This comes after a series of investigations by the Associated Press and the Washington Post raised questions about Trump's family charity. The Post revealed that the Yam has not given any of his own money to the charity since 2008. Yes. That's eight years ago. Instead, the charity has simply been receiving and donating other people's money, creating the illusion that Trump's been giving the money. Yeah, and he takes credit for, yeah. for and that. He takes credit. Yeah, and in one case, he actually used $20,000 of the foundation money to buy a six-foot-tall painting of himself. Yeah. Welcome to oh, Trump's America. White trash. White trash. Exactly. If somebody... I'm sorry, I'm not going to go down this road. Yes, I am. If some white trash guy won the lottery, he would go out and spend $20,000 on a six-foot painting of himself. Yeah, exactly. And, and who could blame him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Mahler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh... Meanwhile, meanwhile, Mahler, meanwhile, a Newsweek investigation is raising questions about the Yams organization. The Trump Organization, as he calls it. What else was he called? <laughs> what else would he call it? Uh, and potential conflicts of interest that would arise if the Yam became president. Apparently, the Trump Organization is a vast financial wet work, uh, network. It might be a wet work, well, too. Be that too. Yeah, that stretches from New York City all around the world to Russia, where the organization is connected to Russian mining, banking, real estate billionaire Vladimir Potanyan, who himself is closely tied to the Russian government. What? Yeah. yeah, the Newsweek investigation concludes if the Yam wins this election and his company is not immediately shut down or forever severed from the Yam family, the foreign policy of the United States could well be for sale. And by the way, baby Yam, baby junior Yam oh, said, said yeah. that, that was, that's unthinkable. Essentially, he was telegraphing that the Yam would rather not run, be president than give up the foundation. Hey, a new sack full of hacked emails includes an email from former Secretary of State Colin Powell sent this year calling the Yam a national disgrace, an international pariah, and attacks the Yam for being one of the leaders of the racist birther movement. In another email, Powell called Dick Cheney and his daughter Liz idiots. <laughs> I love that one. And about Grandma Nixon, Powell said everything HRC touches, she kind of screws up with hubris. Couldn't agree more. Yes. He also said Benghazi was a witch hunt. And speaking of two idiots, the Yam named former CIA director James Woolsey to be his senior advisor on national security. Woolsey was a far-right neoconservative dingbat who demanded we invade Iraq and dump billions down a war hole. Exactly. I was just going to say, he was one of the, he was leading yeah. the parade. And meanwhile, the Yam says he was always against the war in Iraq, right. which he wasn't. Which you have him on tape saying, yeah. I guess so. The George W. Bush administration's former top environmental oh official apologized for telling the public the air in lower Manhattan was safe to breathe after 9-11. Christine Todd Whitman, yeah. Yeah, she said, Christine Todd Whitman said that uh, no, no problem with the air in Manhattan. That kind of stuff. You know, after the World Trade Center's collapse, no problem there. No threat of toxic air pollution here. Whitman said she was very sorry about people dying. Yeah, and, you know? and I do not in any way want to infer that that was somehow the right thing to do i'm just trying to imagine the consequences if they had been truthful about an area a lot of people would have gotten out but they could have they could have determined some sort of evacuation plan for that area yeah yeah they could have figured it out they could just say people don't panic just get you know get yeah we'll, yeah. we'll lead you out of here right. for the time again. being until we determine that this is safe again this is why we have government the government yeah. should be telling us the truth when it matters if yeah. our health is it's at, at risk 
we will assume the burden, the uh, the inconvenience of getting the hell out of there. Yeah. But there would have been a million, two many, two million people that would have left New York. Yeah, I'm well, certain of that. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, and, I mean, and well, that there it that is. Was, yeah, the death toll from the toxic uh, fallout though has will soon exceed the number of people killed on well, 9/11. Yeah. No, I'm. You're right. I'm, I'm not even trying. The ACLU and other human rights organizations launched a campaign asking President Obama to pardon NSA whistleblower Eddie Snowden before Obama leaves office. Uh, you can go to, uh, to the ACLU site if you want to sign that. Meanwhile, a U.S. Congressional Intelligence Committee issued a scathing report accusing Snowden of leaking information that caused tremendous damage, although they never bring up any example of the damage that he caused to our national security and lying about his background and feuding with co-workers. They're just yeah. trying to do anything they can. This sounds like a, a description of, of Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah wh 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 why don't they do something about him? Right, right. Uh, Snowden actually did something positive for the country. The reason that we're able to know about all the spying that's been going on on us is because of Ed. And, yeah, and Trump is a threat to national security, yeah. period. The Obama administration ordered a halt to construction of part of the $3.8 billion Dakota Access Pipeline, which has faced months of resistance from the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe and hundreds of other tribes from across the U.S. and Canada. They had actually halted the construction for a bit there. A lot of people were arrested. Uh, apparently, though, uh, Dakota Access is refusing to, to uh, really stop it. And most of the 1,172-mile pipeline construction continues. Yes. Yeah, so this is this is a show, right? Yeah, a show for you know uh, for Dakota access for for Obama, I guess too, because nothing's really halted. Well, it, there there has been there have has been there have been other actions along the construction of the pipeline yeah, by yeah. Indians that yeah, have absolutely. slowed it down a little bit. But we'll call them tribes. tribes. I call them tribes. tribes. Bernie Sanders called on Obama to require full review of Dakota access. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, Bernie. In Prisoned Army whistleblower Chelsea Manning announced she's ending her hunger strike after the Army agreed to provide her adequate medical treatment, including gender-affirming surgery. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, she she uh, she's going to be punished for for trying to commit suicide. I know. <sighs> she's serving a 35-year sentence at Fort Leavenworth after being convicted of being a hero. Yeah. Yeah, and in New York, hundreds of unionized professors returned to work at Long Island University's Brooklyn campus at nearly two weeks after the administration barred them from campus, cut off their health care, turned off their emails. And the students arrive for the new quarter and the administration's teaching class. That's a laugh. <laughs> Nothing against the administration, but really? And on uh, Wednesday of this week, the administration agreed to end the lockout Restore faculty members' health insurance, and the can, no negotiations are continuing about the contract. In a major victory for farm workers, California Governor Jerry Brown signed legislation requiring paid overtime for hundreds of thousands of farm workers across California. Of course, Big Ag says you're going to lose jobs because of this, but we'll see what happens. Every time they raise the, the it's okay. We might have to pay a little bit more. Yeah, Good people yeah. will be paired of paid a fair wage here and and yeah again going i want to go back to that argument just for a second because people always say oh the people will lose our jobs and and it will cost us more yes but in the meantime these people will probably be able to afford better able to afford health care therefore we don't end up paying for yeah. these huge medical bills don't get more money to put into the economy more money to put into the economy and yeah. yeah by the way that is just such a proven uh 
um, fiscal truism. It's a, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't talk. The, it's a financial truism. People with not a lot of money and who get a raise in pay put all of that money back into the economy. Yeah. They just buy more food. They buy more clothing. They buy better shelter. Yeah. They put it right back. They're not investing it. They're not putting it in some tax scam. They're putting it back into the economy. The Atlantic Coast Conference announced it's moving its sports championship events out of North Carolina in response to the state's decision to pass the anti-LGBT law known as the bathroom bill. Yes. This comes after the NCAA announced it was moving its seven championship events out of North Carolina for this academic year. NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick, sorry, and his teammate Eric Reed knelt during the national anthem, the Spar Spangled Banner, during the first game of the season against the Los Angeles Rams of Aunt Irvine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kaepernick has been refusing to stand for the anthem during preseason games to protest police killings. As many, in, in other words, police killing, killing innocent people like they did with that little 13-year-old carrying a BB rifle yeah. just the other day. Yeah. Jeez. As many as 18 pro football players have joined his protest. Good for them. I hope it ratchets it up a whole lot. I have a feeling it will. Yeah, the Star Spangled Banner was set to the tune of a British song, so it's kind of like a Weird Al thing anyway. What's up with that? The lyrics were written by a slave owner. Yes. And yes. its third verse literally celebrates the murder of black slaves. So who could who would want to protest that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and and this this attempt to to tie the military into every time the uh, the national anthem gets played is BS. Yeah, I'm sorry. What they have to do with the national anthem I'm anyway? Sorry. You could be a patriot without this kind of fawning over the military. Every oh, this is it's disgusting. Yeah, America the beautiful. Yes. There Come on. Come on. This thing about how beautiful the country is, not about bombs blowing up and killing slaves. Yeah. John Hinckley Jr., the man who shot President Ronald Reagan. I would like to call him the man who missed President Ronald Reagan, but that's me. Don't, he, don't go. He did it to impress Jodie Foster, was released from a psychiatric <laughs> hospital in Washington, D.C., and the Consumer Product Safety Commission advised Galaxy Note 7 owners to stop using their smartphones lest they explode. All right. Well, if you have a couple other things, or we could uh, kick quick. out of here now real if you quick, want. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, the Wall Street Journal shows that the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical giant Mylan, which has come under fire for hiking the cost of life-saving allergy shot EpiPen by 400% oh, yeah. less than a decade has the second highest executive pay in the entire pharmaceutical industry. That's the U.S. pharmaceutical industry. In the last five years, Myland has paid its top executives nearly $300 million. It's only, second only to pharmaceutical company uh, Regeneron, pardon me, which over the last five years has paid $500 million to its top executives. Yeah. And there are, I'm, I'm, we're not talking. That was top five, by the way. I said for the uh, for Milan, three hundred million dollars in five years. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's it's the same thing. It's it's these fat cat right. bastards right. that that as the same thing as as big ag trying to squeeze the United Farm Workers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that these <sighs> greedy bastards at the top don't want to give up their what. What are they? What they're, are they afraid to give up? Their yacht in Monte Carlo. I, don't, I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. They're afraid. I, I guess to actually live a life without all this protection 
you know, like buying a $10,000 wristwatch. You know, I get the LA Times, I get the paper, yeah. and, and they have an ad on the front of it, it's wrapping the paper, and it's an ad for a $10,000 wristwatch. Yeah. And I'm looking at it thinking, you know what this is? This has nothing to do, nobody's gonna actually pick up. The people that, you know, get a paper delivered to them, you know, they're, they're in it like me. You know, we're not making a bunch of money. Right. This is so, uh, I think, so I get jealous. Or that the people who are rich think, well, look, mm -hmm. that's on the on the Los Angeles Times. Ten th I own one of those. Jesus Christ. It, it's, it is truly, it's money porn is what yeah. it is. It, it really is. Uh, and finally, a 70-year-old man in Kansas City, Kansas, deliberately got himself arrested for bank robbery to avoid fixing the dryer for his wife. <laughs> You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review Podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.